She don't like her eggs all runny She thinks crossing her legs is funny She looks down her nose at money She gets it on like the Easter bunny She's my baby, I'm her honey I'm never gonna let her go He ain't got late in a month of Sundays I caught him once and he was sniffing my undies He ain't too sharp but he gets things done Drinks his beer like it's oxygen But he's my baby and I'm his honey Never gonna let him go In spite of ourselves We'll end up sitting on a rainbow Against all odds Honey, we're the big door prize We're gonna spike Our noses right off of our faces There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. She thinks all my jokes are corny Convict movies make her horny She likes ketchup on her scrambled eggs Swears like a sailor when she shaves her legs She takes a licking and keeps on ticking I'm never gonna let her go He's got more balls than a big brass monkey He's a whacked out weirdo and a love bug junkie Sly as a fox, crazy as a loon Payday comes and he's a howling at the moon But he's my baby, I don't mean maybe I'm never gonna let him go In spite of ourselves We'll end up sitting on a rainbow Against all odds Honey, we're the big door prize We're gonna spike Our noses right off of our faces There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. In spite of ourselves, we'll end up sitting on a rainbow. Against all odds, honey, we're the big door prize. We're gonna spike our noses right off of our faces. There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. There won't be nothing but big old hearts dancing in our eyes. In spite of ourselves. Hi everybody, welcome back to Export Audio. Can you open that some bitch up for me real quick? You got it, babe. That is the sound of a nice, refreshing, not sponsored content, Lipton Hard Iced Tea. Why am I doing an ad read? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like I'm doing an ad read. I have the peach... Mm, it's okay. So I've been sipping on one of these. I okay. So last time on franchise, we had the the idea to make it just a gimmick. I don't know. I like gimmicks. Yeah. Um, you've brought a gimmick to us today, apparently. Yes. Um. So this was supposed to be for part of my franchise, but we're not doing franchise this week. So I just started cracking into these, and now I'm going to try the peach. They're okay. They're not sweet enough. Mm. I like my half and half one better. I assume that's. 
A half lemonade, half sweet tea? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because there's another well, one that's... half tea. I don't know if it's sweet tea. That's it's... the thing. Do you want to try some of mine? I had some okay. already. Yeah, I like mine a little better, the half and half one. Um, I have not tried in the little thing we bought at the grocery store. They had the variety pack with half and half, peach, strawberry, and I think one's just lemonade. Yeah. I can see myself throwing back like a couple of these this summer. <laughs> um, I keep sounding like I'm in an ad read and I don't mean to. <laughs> Do you ever I just, find I yourself just... wanting tea that's not as soft? Yeah. Today's sponsor, Lipton. <laughs> Lipton hard iced tea. Are you a do you not like the dark taste of beer all that much, but you kind of feel socially like I should like beer more than I do. We have something that's, you know, fine for you to like instead. Anyway. I drink the, Yeah? I drank less than half that Shinerbach yesterday because I did really enjoy it, but I just can't drink that much beer. Mm. It's so heavy to me. I did bring a gimmick. You did bring a gimmick. Did you want to start the podcast with us? Sure. What is best in life? Okay, so we were talking about Conan today. We were talking about Conan. And I believe in the words of Conan, parentheses, the barbarian, uh, the, the things what, that are... What kind of doctorate would a barbarian have? What would be the abbreviation there? Um, would it be DD for Death Dealer? Like the Frank Rosetta painting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conan DD. Conan DD. Double D. (laughs) (laughs) And Arnie sure got them in that movie. Mm. Anyway, as I believe he says in that movie, um, the things that are best in life are, um, let me see, to conquer your enemies. No. To, to... Just do, don't... I don't don't know, I don't know. To conquer your enemies. Crush your enemies. To crush your enemies, to see see them driven before you and to hear the lamentations of their women. But what's also great is gimmicks. Yes. <laughs> what's also great is tasting things. Uh-huh. And what what does Conan do in every fight? Taste he blood? unleashes the beast inside was, of him. I was stuck on the taste part. I have here four varieties of chocolate bars. <laughs> from the internet's one and only... Mr. Beast! Oh my god! <laughs> we have oh my god. the official Mr. Beast branded chocolate bars that we sell where I work now. Oh my god, I was not prepared. <laughs> Number one, we have milk chocolate. Okay. Number two, we have chocolate sea salt. Okay. Number three, we have original chocolate. Okay. Number four, we have crunch. Ooh, give me the crunch. Sea we salt. Will be is... tasting these. I don't know why. I guess original chocolate is more of a dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. That feels like that feels like something I would find out as like the British term for something. You'd be like, why is that the British word for it? It's original chocolate and American chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> cool American. I'm gonna yeah. crinkle this away from the microphone. There's only so much you can do. I can't open it. (laughs) I need scissors. (laughs) I want to cut that because I know people will be bothered by the crinkly, but also... (laughs) It's really funny. Um, I really... Let me see. Feastable's original chocolate. More noms, more prizes, more, more beasts. Scan here. There's a little cartoon character on these. More noms. 
more noms. So, the, so the, as you can see, you have two segments labeled as share and devour. That's, and that's kind of cute. The share section, like a little break apart piece, is maybe one twelfth. Yeah. Of the of the bar, so let's pop this, that. I'd say this bar is about six inches long. What are you going to use to measure that? Just I know that this <laughs> this knuckle right here is about one inch, and this is about one inch. This little share piece, so or no, it's about half an inch. What am I saying? I don't know. Any anyway. pie? So eat the chocolate. That's good. Yeah, that's fine. Don't get uh, too full up. Yeah. I got four of these bad boys. All right. I got to go back into the kitchen because I left the knife in there that I used to open these. <laughs> um, okay. While you're doing that, things to talk about today. We could tell people about what our day was. I don't know that that's that exciting, but it is pretty wifey for people who like that type of content. We could talk about Conan, because we were just talking about Conan after you bought a Conan comic today. Um, you've broken off another piece of chocolate. Which sea one salt. is this? Sea salt? Mm. Good, but I prefer the... I prefer the crunch. It's almost got a brownie batter type of chocolatiness to it. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah. yeah. Or like a, like a cafeteria chocolate. I was expecting, like... I was expecting like a Ghirardelli type of chocolate, and I think maybe. Well, I just Ghirardelli with their no! with their Mr. Beast tie-ins. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm. It's not going for the same type of flavor that Ghirardelli is going for. <clears throat> Original chocolate. Original chocolate. I suspect this will taste even more like brownie batter than the last one. It's just chocolate. It's just kind of like advent calendar chocolate. Yeah. It's not... It's Yeah, it's very standard. It's very bland. Go ahead, milk chocolate. I would eat the rest of that crunch bar. Maybe not tonight, but I would eat it. Last one. Last one. Milk chocolate. Milk chocolate. That's my least favorite of the four. I like it just fine. I don't really like any of these that much, but... I would finish the Crunch Bar, but then the next time I went to the store and I thought, hmm, maybe I should have one of these Mr. Beast Crunch Bars, I would probably... Just get a Crunch Bar. Just to get a Crunch Bar. Yeah. <clears throat> Not that the quality of, a, of chocolate in a Crunch Bar is that great, but I don't think that they're that different. It's It's better. Okay. It's been a while since I've had a Crunch Bar. Um, <laughs> well, that was less interesting than I thought it would be, but I did buy four chocolate bars with Mr. Beast branding on them. Yeah. Um, with his little cat <clears throat> on the front. Um, what does he do? Uh, we can pull him up and look. Sure. I don't, I, yeah, I don't really know, like, what is, like, what is... That's a good question. What is the Mr. Beast video that came out today? Does he only does YouTube or does he do TikTok too? I believe he's only on YouTube. <clears throat> I guess we'll be able to see if there's like YouTube shorts or whatever. 
Um, His most recent one is, I paid a real assassin to try to kill me. 1,000 blind people see for the first time. I survived 50 hours in Antarctica. Hydraulic press versus Lamborghini. I do kind of want to watch that. I'm not going to do that on the air, but I do kind of want to watch Hydraulic Press versus Lamborghini. Why is his head so big in all these photos? I don't know. I feel like this is one photo of him that they've just been able to Photoshop into all these different, like, my mouth is a little wider. My mouth is a little wider. He's doing... It's weird. These are weird thumbnails. Shorts. He's got shorts, too. I mean, you you wear shorts sometimes. Um, I sent a subscriber to Disneyland. Do men lie about their height? Would you fly to Paris for a baguette? Gordon Ramsay tries most expensive dot dot dot. Chocolate bar. <laughs> Is it the Mr. Beast one? <laughs> I assume so. Anyway. What's how it? how is your uh, first uh, Mr. Beast content treating you? <clears throat> Fine. Not as good as that one video we watched about um uh ghost restaurants was that yeah. What, yeah okay i couldn't remember if ghost restaurants was the ghost term. kitchens ghost kitchens thank you um that was a pretty good video people just look up ghost kitchens it's about like um eddie burback is the guy who made yes, the video thank you you should look up eddie burback you and should watch look more up, of his video yeah um it was just about like restaurants that are running multiple restaurants out of one kitchen um so that they show up on doordash multiple times yeah as far as I you know, you can just be twelve different restaurants out of the same kitchen on DoorDash. Thus, could like multiplying the likeliness that you'll be picked by twelve. Mm. Just take up more space. It's weird. Yeah, kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um, I've been I'm, since we watched that video. I've been trying to like look into every place that we order from. <laughs> Because we get a fair amount of DoorDash, um, more than I care to admit, um, and we DoorDash seven meals a day. <laughs> Mr. Beast pays for our dinners. <laughs> um, I've been looking into no, this one. Isn't a ghost kitchen, is it? No ghost kitchens. I can't. We did I find one. We found one. Yeah, the that chicken place. Chicken. Oh, we... the chicken place is just a brand inside of something else. Okay. Okay. Not the place you went to tonight. That was quite good. Yeah, the place we went tonight is good. Um, we had a nice little day. Um, Conan? Conan, I, I don't know. We talked about Conan a bunch. Um, like I say, I've only seen the one movie. You just had Conan on the mind lately. Um, did you want to talk about him into the microphone? He's big and strong. Um, he lives by the sword. He dies by the sword, I assume. That's not a Conan thing. I know, but... It was That's on... from the Bible. I know it is from... <laughs> I know that it's from the Bible. <laughs> you just said it like three times today in reference to Conan stuff. Because it was on the back cover of that one. We were at the comic shop and we bought um, uh, volume five of Conan, the original Marvel years, Conan the Barbarian. Epic collection. Epic collection. Um, There's so much bacon in here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Conan um, narwhals at midnight. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Back to 2010 with you. But look at the secret of Skull River. Look at this guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's got a skull and um, a river. We picked up Volume 5 purely because it looked like the best one of the four that were available. 
Well, because it has Cull and Red Sonia in it later, which I haven't gotten to yet. But what that does mean is that we're starting in the middle of an, of a story, uh, which is uh, full of racism. Oh, yeah. Because it's, you know, a comic from uh, 70... Actually. On the back cover. 1976 to 1977. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, pretty racist. It's before the Conan movie, right? Yeah, the Conan movie, I want to say, is 82. <clears throat> Could be wrong about that one. Could be 80. Could be 80, and the, the Destroyer is 82. 82. Barbian. 1982, yeah. Um, I'd like to watch Conan the Destroyer one of these days. Yeah, we'll do that for franchise at some point. Okay. Um... How many movies, um, okay, sorry. The final screenplay integrated scenes from Howard's, uh, stories and from the Japanese films Seven Samurai and Quidon. What in heaven's name is, is in Quidon that's in Conan the Barbarian? I've seen both of these movies and I can't what tell What is you. it? What is Quidon? Quidon is a four hour movie. I think three and a half. Um, uh, it is a 1964, and it is um, adapting a book called Quidon, um, which was written by this Irish guy. I want to say who went to uh, Japan and collected some folk tales. Um, the movie is not by Irish people; it is by Japanese people. Um, though apparently the book is quite good. Um, uh, it's also called Quidon because that was a sort of antiquated way of uh translating kaidon anyway is a movie of four short stories about ghosts and such things um and yeah can we check the citation actually on wikipedia for the integrates elements of kaidon uh there is no no citation on that one huh but here's something alexonfilm.com Uh, what we have here is painting magic words on Conan's body oh. is from Quidon. Yes, that is a thing that happens in Quidon. I didn't remember that th- that happened on in Conan. I didn't remember that either. Hmm. Um. But yeah, there's a really cool scene in Quidon where um. This kid it, to be protected from the demons that are coming after him or something. Um, they have to put, um, like, they have to write a anti-curse thing. They have to write, like, you know, holy symbols all over him. Or, uh, not holy is probably the wrong word. But anyway, they have to paint these, um, uh, characters all over him to protect him from evil. And they don't get his ears, and so the demon takes his ears and makes him deaf. Huh. That movie's fucking good, dude. Conan? Yeah. <laughs> You're just looking at Conan. I am just looking at Conan. Uh-huh. He's having jungle adventures. There's a giant moth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, he might have been possessed by a god? No, wait. Sure. This is just a different muscle man. Sorry. That's, that's the other thing is... Because um, volumes one and two were not at um, the comic store... 
But I think that turned out to be fine because I think uh, the first two volumes are done by Barry Windsor Smith. Um, but the first one would have had the Elric comic in it, which was the first appearance of Elric in a comic book. Um, and I'm not super familiar with uh, Barry Windsor Smith. This is a really cool Wolverine that he apparently did. Um, okay, Barry Windsor Smith's got some good stuff here. Um, I was interested in the John Buscema art the, uh, of the volume we got. The John, John Buscema's the fucking man. Um, these are just some good ass seventies comics. IMO. Okay, I'm looking at I'm looking at some Barry Windsor Smith, and there's some good stuff here. I don't know. Let me let me. I don't know anything about comics. Barry Windsor Smith Conan. Let we me... did find a comic that was a crossover between Conan, Solomon Kane, and the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. where like Moon Knight and Solomon Kane were hanging out. Which sounds great, except that I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. Do you know about Solomon Kane? Kinda. Go I ahead. know the name. Go ahead and remind me of where he's from. Because I know what he is. Uh, he's a Protestant. No, not a pro- Puritan. That's the word. He's a privateer. Oh, you're on the page for the movie. Oh, I should. Featuring my man, James Purefoy. Here we go. Solomon Kane is a fictional character created by pulp era writer Robert E. Howard, a late 16th to early 17th century Puritan. Solomon Kane is a somber-looking man who wanders the world with no apparent goal other than to vanquish evil in all its forms. Uh, published in Weird Tales, often take him to Europe and the jungles of Africa and back. I'm. I think that Solomon Kane's like number one like BFF. Is a is a guy from Africa who gives him a magic staff or something. I I haven't read Solomon Kane. I was just remembering bits and pieces I've read. Um, but yeah, he that I haven't seen that movie. I want to see that movie. Someone should throw a million dollars at you so that you can just become like a. You don't have to have a job, and you can just read pulp novels all the time, and you can just tell me about them. That would be ideal sure <laughs> i can start with when the star kings die Ooh, what's that it's that book over there on the shelf um right next to vampire under d and cole okay oh i see it i see it no i don't whatever i'm not gonna keep looking uh what is it though uh it's a book about a guy who has um like D barbarian rage basically and he, his name is max dragonard when the star kings die Yes, that's the one. His name is Max Maximilian Dragonhard. <laughs> that's good. Um, it's about how the rich have the the rich Star Kings have the technology to basically grow new organs and replace them so that they can stay young forever, um, which is an issue because they're the only ones who get to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they fight that i don't really remember there's a lot of fight scenes they wrap it up real nice and pat at the end it's 200 pages or less okay and they fix his brain at the end so he doesn't have rages like Colin. i want to i want to be reading more a little bit there's like a bunch of books lately that i'm like ooh, that sounds good that sounds good that sounds good um and unfortunately i'm pouring that energy right now into the sword of shannara shannara 
that I am not enjoying very much. Um, but I have been telling you about the plot of it in exhaustive detail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was... I mean, I know more about Shannara as a setting mm-hmm. from, like, the TV show. But... Yeah, which does not... This book... This book is an adaptation... No, this book is not an adaptation. This book is about... This book is an adaptation. This book is an adaptation of The Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. It is It is at that. Um, the boys are about to go into the mountains, but they can't go over the mountains, so they're going to have to go through into the dark mines. I wonder what will happen. Will they see a Balrog? Anyway, um... <clears throat> Sword of Shannara, um... The moo... No, the TV show is adapting... Adapting? Yeah, the second book, The Elfstones of Shannara. Yes. And it features the, like, perfect surfer dude homunculus as the grandchild of... Yes. Shea Omsford. From the first book? Shea Omsford is the guy from the first book, I don't know. I want to say that Will is the guy in the next one's name. Will Omsford and... um, some some elf lady um a thing that has happened twice now in this book is that alanon the gandalf um is like the oh the the elves they had their own shit going on but i won't tell you about that and then i i just know that the next book is actually about that and it's kind of irritating because the way it's being set up i keep thinking it's going to be in this book uh and it sounds way more interesting than anything that's happening in this book i wonder if that's why uh they started with the second book on the tv show i wonder i'm going to show you a picture of alanon from the tv show yeah i looked at this yesterday because i was i was can i be honest with you i was trying to google spoilers about him because i kind of was like oh this book is not very good i want to know where it's going Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and i discovered that yeah alanon was played by manu bennett in the tv show Uh uh-huh uh cw stalwart um i i like seeing this guy yeah he's fun does he continue to be an arrow after season two in the flashbacks no he doesn't that's a great question i haven't seen the rest of arrow Right, yeah. So I couldn't tell you. I've only I've only ever seen the first two seasons, but I have seen them twice now for some reason. Um, yeah, the Sword of Shannara, not very good. Um, it is mostly so far been so. Shay Omsford is a, a half elf of mysterious parentage, and he's adopted. Um, and then all one day, Gandalf comes. Uh, sorry, Alanon comes and is like, "Oh, you're a wizard, Ari." Um, <laughs> And what are we looking at here? Best it's, Alanon gifts. It's the sword oh, that expands out. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, so Gandalf. Gandalf shows up and is like, "You gotta. You're a wizard, Ari. You gotta. You're the son. You're the great, 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 great half grandson of this cool elf king, um, Shannara, and you gotta go get his sword so that you can." Um, Save the day from the Skull King. That's literally his name is the Skull King. And Shay... What's he up to? Um, He's mostly just being a little obbit. Um, You mean like skulking? Yeah, kind of. He's been skulking? Yeah. Um, He was just kind of a... He's the son of an innkeeper in his hometown. And so 
he's getting swept up in this adventure and everybody around him is like a cool guy who does cool things and swings his sword around and Shay is like, I'm just a little guy. I wish I was helpful. And I'm sure by the end of the story, he'll be very helpful. Um, Does your audiobook have the original cover? Uh, no, which is a little disappointing. I borrowed mine from um, Libby. Shout out to your local library. See if you can get Libby because it's a great way to read audiobooks for free. Um, well, this uh, this is a Michael Whelan cover, yes? No, I don't. No, so. it's not a. It's, it's this a, should it's, be a Hildebrandt cover. Yes, it is, a, it is a Hildebrandt cover. I, was I like, remember that sword. I was like, it's anywhere. The, yeah, I knew it was Hildebrand, or I saw yesterday the other day that it was Hildebrand, but I just went with the other famous uh, fantasy cover artists. I think I probably like Hildebrandt's the brothers Hildebrandt better than um, Michael Whelan. No shade to Michael Whelan. I had a book of. <coughs> Sorry, I had a book of art for the Lord of the Rings calendars that they did. Mm-hmm. And it had a lot of these pictures, or they they had a bunch of reference pictures for all of them. Interesting. And so you would see people kind of dressed up in in some some costumes that like it was just enough to be like here's a tunic, here's a shield, and then they would draw like the rest of the thing. Uh huh. Uh huh. You just need the figures in there. How do you feel about Hildebrandt uh, Thanos? It's alright. It's a Thanos. It's a Thanos. It'll get the job done. He's chasing Deadpool. Right, so the other thing about Shay is that every five sentences he says, But I hate centralized governments, Alanon. Oh, but Alanon, I just think strong centralized governments are terrible. And he's got like a brother named Flick. Who, like, hasn't spoken in the last five chapters. Um, but Flick is uh, mad at Shay because... Shay, you say you hate strong centralized governments, but your best friend is a prince. Isn't that pretty hypocritical, you think? What's a stronger centralized government than the monarchy? Um, and Shay is like, oh, but I still hate him. I, I'm hypocritical. Sure. Whatever. I don't care. Um, and man's folly 2,000 years ago that led to the, the decline of civilization as we once knew it um, was that they believed too much in strong centralized government. <laughs> and I keep saying the phrase strong centralized government because every time it comes up in the book, it is just phrased this exact same way, and it's bizarre. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we don't have to continue talking about I don't about remember it. hearing about Terry Brooks. Terry Brooks, yeah. Being that type of guy, the guy that I think of is the other guy. Terry Goodkind. Yeah, kind. Good kind. I think. I think you're right. Because um, he's actually like an asshole libertarian, yeah, like, he's like Randian, etc. Yeah. He's he's a Steve Ditko from what it sounds like. What the hell is a Steve Ditko? Eh, don't, don't worry about it. Some people in the audience understood that and the rest of you, it doesn't really matter. It sounds like something Rick understood. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I've seen the name Ditko on art or something like that. He is the creator of Spider-Man, who's a turbo-libertarian. Um, anyway. Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Could Spider-Man beat Conan? Who can say? Um, I, mm, hmm. I think Conan could beat Spider-Man in a fight. Yeah, I don't think Spider-Man would pick a fight with Conan. Yeah, I think I think 
If, if you transported to. Conan to the modern day and he started like kind of rampaging through New York mm-hmm. and like not understanding the new world, mm-hmm. that by the new world I mean the future, not America. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear, um, I think that Spider Man might try to intervene. Um, why is it, why did you pull up a Screen Rant article called Conan the Barbarian Explains Why Spider-Man Isn't a Hero? Spider-Man just tried to stop Conan the Barbarian robbing a bank, but the warrior hero had some choice words to say about Peter Parker's failings. Why the fuck was Conan the Barbarian robbing a bank? <laughs> Contains spoilers for Savage Avengers number 20. Uh, are we really publishing... Hey, Akira Yoshida, are we really publishing a book called Savage Avengers? Who's Akira Yoshida? Uh, Akira Yoshida is... Google it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what? Uh, I don't know. Um. Oh, no. You're a damn fool, spider boy. He's wearing pants. Conan's wearing pants. And a jacket. I don't like this. Here, do you want to, do you want to read Spider-Man's lines for me? It's Spider-Man. With great power comes great rewards. The best in life is never given and always taken. The strong cross blades, the weak fall, living only the fittest. Leaving only the fittest. But you labor for free, for corrupt kings, who who oppress the people. Uh, that is a complete mischaracterization of what I do. Thwip. And scene. Thwip, thwip. Thwip, thwip. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Conan is a man out of time, stranger from a distant past, stuck in the present day. Blah blah blah. But like, that's not. I don't this think is... that's what Conan would say. Also, yeah, I don't think that's what Conan would say. Um, and also, just this: why is Conan the villain who is right but too much? Oh. Or, or, or the the villain who who sees through the truth of of Peter Parker. Uh, but you're just like me, Spider Man, or whatever. Spider Man just stops people from getting hurt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he fights the lizard. Yeah. Don't say it. I'm not gonna say it. Don't say it. I wasn't gonna say it. You're thinking it. I'm thinking it. You can say it. <laughs> the lizard ate his boy. He, fights... he ate his own son. <laughs> he fights the rhino, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. He fights. Tell me all the people that Spider-Man fights. We so we're at two. We're at the lizard, the rhino, Conan, Conan. Um, who else does Spider-Man fight? Probably Thor at some point. I'm not going to give you that one. That's probably true, but I'm not giving that to you. Do you mean like on the reg? You can't just name Marvel characters. Yeah, they all fight. <laughs> I win. <laughs> More more on the regular Spider-Man villains. Electro. Okay. The Shocker. Okay, five. Somehow those are different. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Wizard, <laughs> who is the original father of Scarlet Witch and... No, he's the new father of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. No, he was the original... Originally, he was the father of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, <laughs> and then they changed it to be Magneto. Yes. Um, Spider-Man fight... Sand man. Sandman, yeah. Carnage. Carnage. Rip Riptor. Who? Rip Reptar. 
No, not Reptar. Thank you. Venom, you got there. I can't believe I knew what you were going for. <laughs> Doc Ock. Okay. Green Goblin. Yeah, we're at like 10, I think. Hob Goblin. 11. Red Goblin. 12. Orange Goblin. No. Pink Goblin. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't just keep naming colors. Hemo Goblin. No. DC character. Shit. That's where they get you. Uh, what else was in the movies? Uh, Vulture. <laughs> Vulture, there you go. Vulture, Octopus, what were the others? Four? I don't remember. Sandman, probably. Sandman. Black Cat? Uh, I'll Black give it Canary. to you. No, no, no. Black Canary is a DC Shit. character. I'll give Black Shit. Cat to you. She's like a sometimes villain, sometimes Well, hero. like a Catwoman. Like a Catwoman. Like exactly Catwoman. Like exactly Catwoman. Okay. <laughs> except, um, except, here's the thing about Black Cat. Yeah. Uh, is that... <laughs> you want to tell everybody what you just did? I just Googled Black Cat. You know what I got? You got cats? <laughs> I got cats. Um. So Catwoman... Is always sexy, mm-hmm. you know, but she can sort of like play it up in certain scenes. Felicia Hardy is just all eighties sex shit, just all booby pussy out in that one. Um, she's pussy just facing the world. She's just all sexed up all the time in a way that I feel like Catwoman usually isn't. Super I mean, Scroll. That is a sp- Fantastic Four villain that Spider Man fights because he's one of the Fantastic Four sometimes. Boom. <laughs> Am I wrong? All right, let's take it to Google. Has Spider-Man fought? He was in the Fantastic Four. The Super Scroll. One of the Google If auto-fell. you just type in Spider-Man versus Super Scroll, you'll find a picture of it if it exists. Yeah. Has Spider-Man <laughs> versus Super Scroll. Hey, who's that? Shut is up. that the Super Scroll? <laughs> Shut up. And who's he fighting? Is that <laughs> Spider-Man? This is one illustration. This is not an issue. Now that's Hey, who is that? <laughs> is that the Super Scroll? Can it? Can it what? Shut your pie hole. Uh Spider-Man also fights um the other thing that's not a goblin. He's like Sure. Many things aren't goblins. He's just like Os- Osman, like the man. He fights him, the man. <laughs> Os- Osborne? Osborne. There you Osborne. go. Ospin. Uh, yeah, it's Ospin. <laughs> it's Norman Ospin. He fights that one wrestler? Yeah, he does fight that one wrestler. I guess you're right. Uh, he doesn't fight that one other guy who shoots his uncle. Uh, no, he fights that guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, that is sort of his number one enemy is Spider-Man. And Peter Parker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I named quite a few Spider-Man yeah. villains. You did better than I thought you did. I could name villains for any character. Hit me up. Hit me again. Um, Give me another one. Name me Usagi Yojimbo villains. Fuck you. <laughs> That's just I looked at my shelf. Name me Donald Duck villains. I don't know. Mickey. Um, <laughs> uh, Ansem. Uh, Ansem the Wise, mm. uh, Diz, Diz, yeah. Uh, that means descend into zero. Yes, is that is. right? That is correct. You still had that. <clears throat> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> A dark part of your past, an um, age long forgotten. 
Um, time is weird. Give me, a, give me another hero. I can do this. Uh, okay, Batman. Just name me Batman. The Mad Hatter. Mm, okay, yes. <laughs> name me Batman. Calendar Man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Zaz? Yeah, Zaz. Zaz. I'll give it to you. Uh, Mr. Zaz. Grodd? Grodd. Yes. Grodd? Yes. No, 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 no. There's a Flash villain. I'm sure, I'm sure that in their various ju- yeah. Justice League escapades. Reptar? No. The Lizard? No. Uh, Croc? Killer yes. Croc. Thank you. I was saying the same thing three times. He has never eaten a boy. As far as I know. <laughs> if people, if you know uh, a comic where Killer Croc eats his own son. Let me know. If only I could think of other Batman villains. <laughs> I feel like you're missing a couple. Oh, the, all the big ones that I intentionally didn't name? <laughs> yeah. All the bosses from Arkham Asylum? Yeah. Okay, okay name me uh, Superman villains. Humanity, time, <laughs> uh, fascism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lex Luthor... Mm-hmm. Batman again. Um, <laughs> the uh, the blue Superman. No, that's just his friend. No, that's just him. <laughs> Who is blue? I know things. He, about he blue gets Superman. split into the red Superman and the blue Superman in like the Silver Age comic, yeah, mm, right? It's like an old old one. No, I think it's far more recent than that. Oh, so well, look at that art. You gonna tell me that's current? Okay, this is seventeen sixty three. You're thinking of a different thing than I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Electric Blue Superman. Excuse me? They got Gatorade? <laughs> <laughs> they got, like, their Gatorade names now? Yeah, Super- Superman Blue. Anyway, Gigantor is probably a, the name of a Superman guy. Mm-hmm. Lex Luthor. Darkseid, Phil. Um... How are we thinking about what are we thinking about Superman Blue's uh little Dr. Manhattan bulge Blue? down there? Yeah. Uh, He's packing heat. Don't say that. <laughs> that solar guy. Solar man? Sun uh, solar sun? Solar <laughs> Solar Flare? What's his name? He's in Superman the movie four. <laughs> no. He's in the fourth Superman movie. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but you've said Radiation somebody... Man. <laughs> no. Cosmic Man. Stop Sun Man. Is it Solar Man? No. Is it Solar? I can't fucking think because you keep throwing Superman, shit. Superman. Sun. Are you talking something the Tyrant Sun? No, not Solaris. Solaris. This guy. Nuclear Man. I, I I can't say I'm familiar with Nuclear Man. You're not familiar with Nuclear Man? No. He's from the, the Superman movie where Superman takes all the nukes and throws them into space. Yeah, I've never seen that one, actually. I'd like to. It seems interesting. They I hear have, it's terrible. In a museum, but... they have a hair from Superman's head that is tied in a loop and is holding up a huge weight as like a display to show how strong superman is Mm -hmm. and then the villain just comes up and cuts it with scissors to take it to clone him or whatever (laughs) that's good um uh bizarro yeah no that's a spider-man guy no no you had it no mysterio no is a spider-man guy yes (laughs) 
uh is there a cold guy for superman i don't remember who could say uh i remember solaris because of the big eyeball with the mm-hmm. movie that you watched that you really liked um, yeah i really liked that all-star <clears throat> superman movie that was a really good movie for sure and i'm not being sarcastic right now i already said dark side what's the other guy you didn't say dark side i did i said dark side phil and you didn't respond I didn't hear you. The other blue guy. The other blue guy? The guy who's like Thanos. But not. Because Darkseid is the big guy. Who's the who's the smart guy? <laughs> Superman has two blue guys. One guy is Zod and one guy is normal. Darkseid is the blue guy. Which blue guy? There's two blue guys! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you mean. The other one who isn't oh, dark side. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking Doomsday. about. Doomsday. Is it Doomsday? I thought you were thinking of Brainiac, but it's probably Doomsday. It's Megamind, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah. Isn't he also blue in the comic? Uh, Probably. No, I'm thinking of Abomination from Hulk. You're thinking of... No. Yeah, you're thinking of Abomination from Hulk. That's his name, right? Abomination? Yeah. Or The Abomination. I could do this all day. Em and I should read Death of Superman. I know Em doesn't want to do a comics podcast necessarily. Um, It would probably take a lot of convincing, but it might be fun to do some. Maybe I'll convince them, like, hey, what if we did two weeks of comics between um, Batman and Superman? Something like that. If it's good enough for a more civilized age... I'm not looking forward to their Between the Clone Wars and... Um, I believe it's already started as of this week. Yeah, has it? I think I, I, it'll probably be fine. Yeah, I will enjoy the episodes, is yes, the thing. They I, will bring the content, whether will, or not they read the content that is good. They, yeah, they will bring the content. I'm just really looking forward to them talking about Rebels, because yes. I have so many Rebels thoughts. I'm Both I'm, positive and negative. I, I'm overall pretty warm on Rebels, but there's definitely things to complain about, and so I'll, I'm really curious to see how they'll feel about it. What we'll they'll be pull out of it that see, I haven't. I'll be interested to see if they like Dark Disciple, just because I don't like that book, and a lot of people don't like that book, and they are excited for it because of its uh, the promises that it makes. And I was also excited for it based on the promises that it makes mm-hmm. in 2016. Yeah, I guess. Um, I always assume that tie-in comics just aren't going to matter, period. And so, um, there's no part of me that sees Dark Disciple and gets excited. It's not a comic. Oh, it's a book. What's the comic it's, they're reading? It's a whole book. Sons of Dathomir. Son, yeah, it's a Okay, dark well, then, Dark Disciple is the thing that I thought was going to be good. Is it not? It's not. Okay. Can I have another bite of that crunch one? You crunching? I'm crunching. A little crunch here, a little crunch there. Fuck me! <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> Fuck you! What? You wanted a bite, I put the bar into your mouth. I didn't shove it into your mouth. Yes, you did! <laughs> you opened your mouth, I put it in. And then I left it there, and then you bit it, and it cracked in half. It was very funny to watch. 
No, that was way faster than you're making it sound because you were just like whoop and then took your hand away. How's the chocolate? It's fine. It's not as good <laughs> as the first bite I had. Yeah. Um, can you name any Conan things? Uh, you want me to name Conan villains? I don't know of any Conan villains. Well, there's James Earl Jones, Snake Man, Snurson. Okay, what god does uh, Conan serve? Uh, hmm. It's not Chimera. That's the place he's from. Mm-hmm. He doesn't serve a god, but he has a god that he like yeah. invokes. Yes. Um, fuck, I should know this. It's the god of like... And if you don't listen, then to hell with you. He's like the god below the ground or something, right? And they, they, they pray to him at the forge. And he's... Fuck, because I remember when you were playing that Conan game, it was, um, choose this god if you don't want to have any benefits, basically. Yeah, if you don't want to deal with this mechanic. Yeah. Uh, Which is an interesting way of doing it. Yeah, because it's basically just like, you know. Then you tab over and it's like, warning, this god means spiders will be in your game. (laughs) It's like, it's like, because like, if, um... Because in in the movie, Conan, like, isn't praying to that god to give him victory or something. He's just like, hey god, I'm gonna go out there. Bring me victory. And if you don't listen, then to hell with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the one time where he's like, no, really. I'm, like, actually praying to you for real. I need you to come through for me on this one. And he does. Yeah. Um. It's Krom. Crom! God damn it! And the evil god... I don't fucking know. The snake? I, I have no idea what this one's name is. Set. Set. Oh, you told me it earlier today. I yes. should sit a little closer to That's the microphone, why I perhaps. Asked. Yeah, you had told me earlier today that um, it's set, and I forgot. Now, what obscure detail implies that Cull is the ancestor to Conan in the 1982 film? I have no idea. It's that the track that plays when he finds that sword in that tomb is called Atlantean Tomb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, no, he finds an axe because Cole uses an axe. I thought you were going to tell me something that was like, oh, this skeleton. Like, yeah, I, it was a skeleton holding an axe. Well, I thought it was going to be a visual thing, not a like soundtrack Easter egg. It's weird. Who plays Call in the Call the Conqueror movie? Kevin Sorbo. I remember that one from earlier today. That movie is dumb. (laughs) Kevin Sorbo and another guy stand in knee-high water with flaming swords and blindfolds Mm -hmm. to duel. (laughs) Um, Do we want to talk about the Brandon thing? Eh, I don't know. You can go on YouTube and find 16 other, like, people who make videos about the Brandon article. Oh, just to fill people in, there was an article that ran in Wired last week um, titled, uh, Brandon Sanderson is your god. Um, I think it is... Weird article. Weird article. Bad article, I think. Um, This is true of everything that has ever been written, but... It is more about the writer's own anxieties 
than um, the person who is, like, the subject of the piece. Um, that is, like, true of everything any human has ever written, but it's especially true of this, you know? Yeah. It's just fucking weird. Yeah, and... It feels like I'm watching a cringe humor show. Like, the the there's TV shows where the humor comes from something being embarrassing and hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And it feels like that kind of thing is happening in front of me as I read that. Yeah. Like, I'm watching some kind of social fumble. Yeah. And I, it's just... It was uncomfortable to read. Yeah. Um... It was weird. I thought... I And... So there's, like, a million YouTube videos about it. Um... D- Daniel Green did a perfectly fine one. Um... I, guess. I thought. It's 40 minutes long. I more or less I've ag- seen are like 12 or 15 minutes. I more or less agree with what he said. I have nothing super duper to add. I thought Brandon's response was interesting, which was like, hey, some of the things <coughs> in this article were a little hurtful. But mostly I just thought it was weird that you like came after my kids as hard as you did. Um, also, and- he said that he he's had people show one side in person and then do something else later. But this guy apparently really tried to act like his friend or something and it was like a, a weird that mm-hmm. like disconnect well and especially to hear sanderson tell it when other people have spoken to him they like sort of leave his family out of it like they will probably encounter his family but they won't talk about the family much because they're not you know the rich famous authors and so brandon thought it was weird that this guy got along pretty well with the son and then said such rotten things about him in the article um which like yeah that son is a child who is did not ever ask to be a world famous author you know certainly enjoys many benefits of it but should not have to be in an article like that (laughs) uh yeah it was weird yeah that's uh, there's nothing more to add i feel like yeah brandon and his pile of money can defend themselves yeah. Um, if you could put Conan into any of Brandon's worlds, where would you put Conan? I mean, Stormlight, he'd fit right in, I feel like. You think so? What? Uh, which of the ten orders would uh, Conan be? I gotta look up the orders of the Knights Radiant on this podcast now. Uh, and everyone is talking about how when we talk about Brandon Sanderson books, we sound like we're speaking tongues. <laughs> Orders of the Knights Radiant. There's a Sprouter in the Ghostbloods. <laughs> of the Knights Radiant. BrandonSanderson.com. Windrunner. I will protect. Win- Conan's not a Windrunner. Skybreaker? No. I will seek justice. Possibly, but probably not. Possi- pencil it in, but there's going to be something else. Dustbringer. I will seek self-mastery more... Dustbringer oaths were themed toward responsibility. They were led to understand that the powers they used uh, needed to be properly channeled. I, I, I could kind of see that. Edge Dancer, I will remember. That's not Conan. Mm. Truth Watcher, I will seek truth. That's not Conan. I don't know. Um, Weaver, I will speak my truth. Else Caller, I will reach my potential. I guess that's kind of Conan. I wouldn't think of but Conan I, as like a mobility magic yeah. type. 
Will Shaper, oh. I seek freedom. Will Shapers believe strongly that all people should be free to make their own choices. Their oaths are themed toward freedom and letting people be free to express themselves. I could see this. this I don't. Is, do we? Is there a Will Shaper in the book yet? Because I don't remember. These. I don't recall either. And I've read more than you have at this point. And I don't recall any Will Shapers. Um. Stone Ward, I will be there when I'm needed. That's not focus on team dynamics. Bondsmith. Bond oh yeah, yeah it's that's definitely Conan. De- Conan is definitely the Bondsmith. I guess. Um... Yeah, I guess Will Shaper, but we actually haven't met a Will Shaper. I just don't think that Conan would fit in very well into. Well, yeah, that's the point of the yeah. of the of the exercise entirely. Yeah. Um, I think Cole might be an edge dancer. Actually, <laughs> that that might make sense. But uh, it, the the thing about the Knights Radiant is that it's not a easy like fucking Hogwarts house situation where you're like, oh yeah, yeah, this character is this personality type. It's like there's ten of them and they're all weirdly specific. Yeah, and also where we're at in the story we haven't met that many you know there are starting to be more but we haven't met that many i'm sure by book 10 we'll be up to the our reason fucking I've ears been thinking about conan so much is because i'm playing a barbarian in dungeons and dragons lately hmm i didn't realize that's that. the main reason you've seen my character oh i have seen your character she's neat she is neat um, this has just kind of been a little bit of a rambling episode, but that's fine. We've been having fun. Yeah. Um, we were thinking about watching a movie, and we didn't do that. We could watch a movie. Instead, we watched um <laughs> two hours of of some people who are no longer friends were at one time best friends. Yeah, they were. They used to be. Not only best friends, but they used to be super best friends. And we watched two hours of them playing um, Omicron, Nomad Soul. Yeah. Uh, which seems like a bad video game. It is. Seems seems fucking miserable. Sometimes you put on video content that you used to watch ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though you know it's gonna going to have aged poorly... Just to, you know, show your wife where you came from, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, totally. There are still jokes or deliveries of jokes that I retain from having watched so much of that channel. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have that from whatever you were into, Crack.com, or... <laughs> what was I into? I, we've talked about I was really big on Yahtzee. I was really big on... Um... Vlog Brothers. Did they do jokes? Uh, yeah, they did jokes, I guess. Not like this. Um... Uh, I cannot remember her name right now. Um, Margaret Thatcher. I, well, I know what her name was when I was watching her when I was 16, but I can't remember her name now. Oh, okay. I know who you're thinking. Stephanie Sterling? I don't know for sure. Um, Watched a lot of... Just typed in Stephanie. Uh, yes, that is that Yes, is okay. Stephanie Sterling. Watched a, a, a lot of their videos. I, I apologize. That was me not knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a lot of Stephanie Sterling's videos uh, <clears throat> back in the day and um, hit a certain point where I really just did not like any of the content they were putting out. Um, 
as happens uh, you can't watch the same youtube channel forever yeah probably um but you sure can make the same youtube channel forever um yeah that's how everybody makes money yeah anyway yeah. um yeah didn't like their content after a certain point um but uh was very I, into them at a certain time i didn't have to grow out of liking the super best friends mm. they grew out of each other <laughs> I stopped, like, it seems every time something big happens in my life, I completely drop everything that I am consuming. Mm -hmm. So it was like, something happened, I think I moved out for the first time, and I just stopped listening to all the podcasts I was listening to. I stopped watching Game Grumps. This was like 2015. I was really into Game Grumps at a certain point. Um, And then, like, 2016 i came out and i stopped uh i dropped the super best friends as part of another like not intended but just like natural just i guess i'm just not interested in all of the things that i'm interested in right now it was a weird time Mm -hmm. but every time something like big shakes up i end up like dropping a thing that i'm into and sometimes i go back to it and sometimes i don't but that's how that goes yeah totally um what's the oldest thing that you still are into, you particularly know, on YouTube. Uh, so on YouTube, hard to say. There is a definitive answer to this. You're like I'm still current on Red versus Blue. There's a definitive answer on this, and it's a uh, War Rocket Ajax. Oh yeah, uh, War Rocket Ajax is just like I will just be listening to it until they're dead or no longer best friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, joined that Discord yet? Recently, haven't. I haven't posted in it at all. Um, I kind of just lurk once a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, um, other than that... <sighs> Order the stick. Yeah. I, I lapsed for a while, but I went back and I got caught up uh, about a year ago. But it, And I still like it. I think it's still a really good comic. It has the webcomic issue of being longer than you might think is necessary for the story being told because it needs to be like each set of pages is a self-contained joke or like a self-contained beat um but i it's could really good um i um i'm not into atomic robo anymore but i could get back into atomic robo i, I have a lot of friends that think atomic robo is bad and i'm not going to say that any of them are wrong but it would be very easy I have an affection for Atomic Robo in my heart. Because you like Hellboy? Yeah. <laughs> it's because I like Hellboy. I actually... I Because actually... much like Brian Clevenger, you really like Hellboy. Yeah. Um, I actually... Um, it's funny. So I got into Hellboy the movie when it was new. Right? Um, and then years and years later, I got into Atomic Robo the comics. And then after I got into Atomic Robo the comics i heard that they were just like hellboy the 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 comics and so that's when i started reading hellboy um i guess i've been reading brandon for a while you've been reading brandon for a while it's been seven years it's been around that time for me being into um there's a there's a couple of books that ajax really got me into like um Don Rosa and Carl Barks, uh, Donald Duck, um, Usagi Ojimbo, books that I talk about a lot. Um, 
though but those are like i got into them when i was 20 and i had um a local library where i could just borrow had a the lawrence public library had an incredible comic selection um and so read a bunch of those then kind of didn't think about them much for however many years and recently now that i'm collecting comics again they've been at the height of my like oh i gotta make sure i have my sagio jimbo and my my donald duck collection right you know i guess the only thing i can think of that i didn't lapse through like didn't fall out of and then come back to was star wars but star wars (laughs) kind of fell out of me and then came back yeah that's kind of how i feel about it too like between like 2009 2010 ish and 2014 2015 it was just like kind of a dead period because i wasn't keeping up with books and comics and stuff Mm. i i fell off of star wars a little more because around that time i also hit an age where i was like star wars is stupid kids shit Um, but now you're like star wars is stupid kids shit (laughs) i wish i was that enthusiastic about star wars can I... I heard the new Mandalorian is pretty good. I've looks... heard good things about Bad Batch season two that I'm interested in seeing. Yeah. So I have I have moderate hopes, but I don't know that I have any hope of Star Wars going somewhere or getting to any kind of conclusion or like a thing to like work toward. They they fumbled Episode Nine so hard. The, the... They're gonna make another movie, obviously. But... Right, but they 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 had a thing they were working toward. There was a goal in mind, and yeah. um, they fumbled it, and then ever since they fumbled it, no one's really known what to do, and so there's been some good content and some bad content, but I just think of it as content. I don't think of it as, like, you know, I don't I don't think of any of this shit as, like, art worth engaging in. <laughs> I guess I think of that about Andor. It's not like Star Wars has, uh, um, what are they called? Um, phases like Marvel. Yeah, like we're I not said... in the like phase three of Disney Star Wars. Yeah, it's just like well, now we're in the Favreverse. Hmm. I said I said that last thing in a ruder way than I meant to. I didn't mean to kind of off like that. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it's kind of just everybody spinning their wheels. And I guess it's like, it feels like it's on Mando to progress the story in some way, which is a weird way to put on Mando of all things. Yeah. We should, we need to watch Mando. No, for Pop Town, we rolled the Wookiee from the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. So we said we were going to watch The Mandalorian Season 3, but... Then we realized right before we stopped recording. Right after. Right after. Damn, we didn't record that, that we need to actually watch... Some Book of Boba Fett shit, which I've seen a little bit of Book of Boba Fett over your shoulder. I've seen all of it. I, 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 I've seen all of it. Do you want me to just commit? Do you want me to just, like, watch Mando Season 2 on my lonesome? Oof. I've been watching The Wire and really enjoying it, but if you wanted Why me to... Why the fuck would you switch from The Wire to Mandalorian Season 2? Because uh, do you want me to commit, or do you? is it fine if I just watch one episode of Boba Fett randomly and then, um season three of uh mando well you have to watch all of it because boba fett is actually the season two begin- and a half. the ending of season two and the beginning of season three because yeah. they resolve season two's like cliffhanger in 
Book of Boba Fett. This is why TV shows need to be lower budget and longer. <laughs> I think you should only get to have one TV show per setting at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, how much did Hercules and Xena overlap? You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they surely didn't overlap their whole runtime. Mm-hmm. You don't overlap Star Treks by more than a season or two. They uh, DS9 and TNG overlapped for three seasons, but the shows interacted sh- shockingly little. There, there were crossovers, but not many. They need to limit how much they... They need to make TV shows that have more episodes that are shorter, mm-hmm. and they need to make fewer individual TV shows so that they can take longer to make the content happen, mm-hmm. and then they can have more runaway. Yeah. To like, okay, in season two, we're going to have this plot point or whatever. Not like, okay, this year we're doing this. Also, they just need to get better at episodic TV, I think. Because, like, Mandalorian season one is just some really bad, like, episodic shit. And then, like, story at the ends of it. Like, at this front and back of it. Um, But, like, there are really bad, like, episodes of TNG. There's really bad like episodic stuff all through star trek but like the way that you get better at it is by writing more and they just limit themselves so much when they only do so few episodes a season i wish that they would just make a star wars procedural Mm -hmm. you could have a jedi pre clone wars that does missions maybe even on coruscant exclusively yeah. And you could just have them have recurring characters they run into. Yeah. And, like, do little tasks and solve little crimes. Yeah. And then at the what end, if... at the season, you could be like, oh, shit, here's something that... Some twist, like... You know what would be cool? You know what would be cool? Is just a story... Is a, is a show about a detective on Coruscant, and he... Sometimes has to hop in his little ship and travel around, but he's always just investigating cases, you know? And mm-hmm. so he can sometimes bump into the Jedi, but you you can just, you know, that can always just be the backdrop of Guy. And you can set it, like, five years before the Clone Wars. You know? Mm-hmm. So shit's going, shit's in a, in a downward spiral, but it's not, like, serious yet. Or you could set it 200 years before the Clone Wars. You could set it 200 years before the Clone Wars. You could set it 100 years before the Clone Wars. Because 200, I think you get into the High Republic territory, which I would like to avoid at all costs. What if they made it good? What if they made it good? I will never know. What if they made a show about a Jedi Knight and their Padawan who go on adventures in the High Republic? What are you doing? Star Wars The High Republic. StarWars.com. What are you looking for? Um, oh, we do have phases now. We're in phase two of the High Republic. Great. Let me see. Uh, can I get like... You're doing a TV show for the High Republic? Is that right? Films? What did you think you were going to get from films? Okay, I didn't think that was going to take me to all Star Wars films. I just... <laughs> Jesus Christ, why does this website suck ass? What are you looking for? I want to see like a list of High Republic books. I guess this is not the Just website. Google list of High Republic books then. Um, or Star Wars The High Republic Chronological Reader's Guide. There we go. Um, updated July 2022. 
Phase two, Quest of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, that looks like a young reader's book to me. Path of Deceit. That looks like an adult reader's book to me. That looks YA to me. Yeah. This looks YA. <laughs> Convergence. Um, Keep going. Padawan or Park. There's not going to be like a little one sentence blurb about... Uh, no. <laughs> okay. That would be nice if I, knew what, if I knew what any of these covers I was looking at were. The Battle of Jedha. Sure, could be good. You Audio know, drama. You know Jedha? I don't know Jedha. Isn't that the planet from the sequel trilogy? Um, let me... Isn't that the place where they blow it up? Best books. Star Wars The High Republic. This is... High Republic Book Ranking. From Reddit. Number one, Fallen Star. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do the first one here. Why don't you go to Wikipedia and type in the High Republic? This is what Wikipedia is for. I wish I thought of that a few minutes ago. <laughs> or I was gonna do that a few minutes ago, and then you um, were like, I Don't click do that. Anything. You click you said click anything. chronological reading order when I was about to click the Wikipedia. I didn't know what you were about to do. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't know what I was about to do either. I'm click making the Star content. Wars the High Republic. Um Star Wars the High Republic. Here we go. Now find a list on this page. Um, phase phase one. one. Phase one is Light of the Jedi. Phase two is Quest of the Jedi. Phase three is Trials of the Jedi. Quest of the Jedi started in October 2022. Um, okay. So, short stories, adult novels. Okay, green is adult novels. That's what we care about. Light of the Jedi, 2021. January 2021. Into the Dark is a YA book. Um, okay. The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. I don't know who Kevin Scott is. That's the next uh, main book. What do you want to bet that the YA stuff is better than the adult novels? I don't know. Um, I don't think Star Wars has a great history with YA content. <laughs> Fair enough. Um... But this is your shopping list. Buy me all these books. <laughs> um, oh, that one that we thought was definitely YA. It looks like it's an adult novel. Maybe I'll check that out. That cover is good. Um, it's part of phase two, and maybe phase two is better. I don't know. Don't you want to read the next phase two? I guess I could just read the phase, like all the phase one adult novels. Ah, oh, man, that first one was so bad. The Rising Storm. This is the sequel to the last one, right? Probably. In the wake of the Great Disaster. God, that first book was so bad, though. Remember Wet Bub? That first book was so bad. Yeah, but how bad could it get after that? Worse! It can always get worse. It is Star Wars. The, the thing that really got to me was the, like, terrible fucking audiobook. Like, it felt so patronizing to just have constant, like, whoosh, vroom, Star Wars, Darth Vader, vroom. Um, All the audiobooks are produced that way. It's nice. Do you have music? It used to, it's always been like that. But it's gotten so much more that. 
the 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 new one the 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 light of the jedi one that i listened to it is constant it is distracting it is infantilizing it sucks the the um like the thrawn books just have like when there's a fight you know or that's it it's it's way more subtle and it's not subtle but it's way more subtle um you should listen to the ahsoka audiobook i should you liked that cartoon of it is that what that is basically okay it's like a seven minute version of the story that the book tells okay so there are differences but like it's functionally the same. The last time I looked at Wikipedia, um, the editors seemed to be hand-wringing about how the Ahsoka audiobook is different from the Tales of the Jedi stuff. Well, they were written by different people. Yeah. It's almost as if, uh, you know, you could just have different interpretations of the same basic story. I mean, this is what I think... Um... I guess this is what G-Canon is supposed to solve, right? No, this is... Um, I think it was Pablo Hidalgo who said this. Who pointed out, like, here's some shots from uh, Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Here's some panels from the, the comic. Um, the Marvel, the newest like rendition of this scene in a comic book. Mm-hmm. And here's like... I don't remember what the third one was. It might have been like um Maybe it was just another comic, but it was like all these scenes are different, but they are all the same scene. Mm. In this scene, everyone is standing close together because it's a movie and mm. they have to be in the shot together. In this scene, everybody is spread out because it's a cool picture yeah. and there's like art and there's like a whole room. That doesn't matter. The mm-hmm. point is that Darth Vader said this thing to this guy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how you frame that. Yeah. Maybe it was like the Darth Vader comic and like the movie comic or something like that. Yeah. But it was like, it doesn't matter. The point of what the intent of canon at that point in Disney was focus on the actual like story, not on the specific details. Mm-hmm. So that is what is up with the ahsoka thing mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't really matter which version of it you like mm-hmm. the point is that you get the story you get the fact that she went into hiding she was on that planet she had encountered some trouble and then she kept moving what is hypertime <laughs> why are you looking at hypertime hypertime is a concept that mark wade introduced into the dc universe where basically do you like the Superman movies? Then the Superman movies are canon. Do you not like them? Then they're not canon. Do you like this Superman comic? It's canon now. Do you not like this other one? It's not canon. You know, um, canon is what you make it. This is just called reading. <laughs> <laughs> You've invented reading. <laughs> I haven't. Mark Waiting did. Um. Uh, it, it it is a it is a way to sort of like because this is after Crisis on Infinite Earths, so there was a DC multiverse. Then Crisis on Infinite Earths happened and it collapsed it all into one universe. And Hyper Time was a sort of like uh 
you put your left foot in and shake it all about attempt at having a multiverse within the one verse one universe what about the beyonder uh, I haven't actually read Christ on Infinite Earth. I've tried. It's not very good. You know about the Beyonder? Yeah, he's the Christ on Infinite Earths guy. Oh, is no, it? he's not. He's no, he's the Secret Wars guy. God, fuck off! Oh, I'm so mad that I got that wrong. <laughs> is he not God? I also I have. Haven't read Secret Wars. Either. I just That's remember a... the phrase: "The Beyonder thinks you are a shit." <laughs> I, Which is a Matt McMuscles. Quote. I, I definitely, I have tried to read Secret Wars and failed. That's all I really know. I thought Secret Wars was the Captain America as Hydra arc. No, that's Secret War. <laughs> no, 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 no. Secret War. Is that one Brian Bendis arc where Nick Fury brainwashes the Avengers into doing Black Ops for him? Um, what's Captain America is Hydra? Secret uh, Empire. Secret Empire. Who could forget? Uh, I was really mad about this at the time. Yeah, everyone was. I was really mad. Um, and I think with hindsight, I'm still mad, but I don't think it's as serious as I thought it was back then. But maybe it's because I just take Marvel comics less seriously now. I was a Marvel reader. This was one of the things that just made me quit reading like Marvel comics month to month. Cause I was doing that for a time. I was picking up every issue of squirrel girl and, um, uh, fucking what's her name? Not Patsy Klein, Patsy Walker, Hellcat. Um, I was picking up, which that was that was a book written by Kate Leth. <laughs> um, I was definitely picking up Black Widow and Daredevil month to month. Like for dates? Yeah, yeah. Damn. I, yeah. You pulled Matt Murdock? I wish, dude. I <laughs> Matt Murdock DM me. <laughs> Matt Murdock is. Mm, Matt Murdock is the hottest uh, Marvel. I don't know what he looks like outside of the TV show. Oh, I, definitely. I don't like TV show. I Matt just Murdock. see like muscle guy in latex, and that's any basically every um, superhero. T- <laughs> I you, do not. I do not like Netflix Matt Murdock very much. I don't like Netflix Daredevil who's very this much. Guy, who's this chump? Uh, he's he's Matt Murdock. He's my boyfriend. He looks like fucking Cyclops. He does kind of look like a Cyclops. Because they keep giving him red glasses. Let me, um, Matt Murdock, Frank Miller, because this is, you know. You and Frank Miller. This is just the Daredevil I've read the most. You are always talking about Frank Miller. I'm sorry. This could be any man. I'm sorry. This is, this is. You have to read the stories. You have to read the stories. I know, I know, I know. Oh, Conan could just be any man, too. No! He's just big. Conan does look like just any other guy to me, a little bit. No, because he's got the long hair. He's got the, like, you know, the bowl cut. As long as you get sort of the silhouette right, the the details of a Conan aren't super important to me. I don't like when Conan has the straight cut hair. Um, I think he is better with just, like, hair that has grown wherever it pleases. 
I think Commandy is a little more handsome than Conan. Don't look at the Yossified Commandy. That that is not Yossified. <laughs> that is Bruce Timified. <laughs> that is Bruce Tim Commandy. I don't like it. Which it's, really It looks like Total Drama Island. <laughs> sometimes I have to think about how Bruce Tim is one of the better emulators of Kirby in like you, you know, No, that's a guy. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that guy. Commandy in the Year of the Rat. It's literal. It's a rat. It's a it's a rat man holding a gun. Yeah, Commandy, the last boy on earth. Oh, this is just. I want to see the big image. Give me the big image. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like a harpoon gun. When we were at the comic store today. I was looking at. Um, they had a big new gods omnibus that I thought about picking up. Um, what if it was a nude gods omnibus and they were all naked? Yeah. You think Orion's packing? Uh, let, me, let me show you Orion from the New Gods. Okay. Uh, Orion, New Gods, armpits. Why are you searching <laughs> armpits? <laughs> Just because it's a funny thing. To... I was going to really let him have it if this guy didn't have a belt. What do you think? You you think? Well, can you open the image or show me a bigger one? Um, how big is this one? That's a small little Wikipedia image. Um, what about that one? This one? Eh, it's still gonna be. Don't gonna be small. Okay. Um, this is a pretty lame. This is Star Lord to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is not a good. Uh, his alignment is good. Um, is it? Just like neutral good, or I think this is somebody's fan art that we're making fun of. So I'm gonna. I don't know about that. Here we go. It still looks like Star Lord. <laughs> Does look like Star Lord. He looks like Star Lord cross Pyro. Tell me if you think the man has a big cock. I think he has bigger balls than cock. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that he has a normal sized cock, but I think he just has huge balls. <laughs> but you see what I mean? He looks like Pyro. Pyro? Who's that? The X Man with the um, with the flamethrowers. Oh sure, 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 sure. Um Ten most badass pyro scenes, parentheses X Men. Yeah. What other pyro would there be? I don't know. Um What's your name? What's your real name? He's the second son of Darkseid, half brother of Calabac and Graven. Pyro? No. Who are the other new gods? Uh, are they all stars? What do you mean? Like like Orion's belt. Mew. I, I typed in Mew gods. <laughs> um. <laughs> Death of the new gods. Can I just get a like list of new gods? We'll go to the category. At Fourth the world characters. Dark side. Click new gods. Yeah, there we go. Um, powers and abilities, type of government, <laughs> types of government, <laughs> new genesis, benevolent theocratic, absolute monarchy, <laughs> apocalypse, tyrannical and fascist theocratic, absolute monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Just words. There's an episode title for you. Tyrannical and fascist theocratic. No, actually benevolent theocratic absolute monarchy. (laughs) Um, Cultural traits. New Genesis. Peaceful. Apocalypse. Spartan. Downtrodden. Um, There's not a list of new gods on this new gods page. Uh, there's Steppenwolf. Isn't that a band? Yes. There's uh, Mr. Miracle, aka There's Scott Dancing Free. Wolf. There's Sleeping Wolf. There's uh, oh, uh, Big Barda. You know about Big Barda? She got a Big Barda, so I call her Big Barda. Why are there 17,000 Big Bardas? <laughs> <laughs> Prime Earth, I guess, is what we is want. Is she an Eternal? She's an Eternal Fastos. It's Big Barda. This is Thor to me. Yeah, you know what? Can I tell you the thing about Big Barda? Yeah. She big. She Thor. She kind of Thor with She's it. got the gold, blue, and red like outfit. Um, There's <clears throat> Granny Goodness. Granny goodness. Um, I guess the. I guess you don't, don't want to go to the injustice version. Remember that time I didn't let you have water for two weeks, Barda? Goodness, you screamed and cried like a child. But there were all. But you were already four. Granny goodness just sucks. That's her. Uh, that's her thing. Is that she's awful. Is that her power? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Is that she just... So she's kind of like Reed Richards. (laughs) (laughs) I'm running out of energy. Well, we've been going for almost 90 minutes. That's weird. It's export, baby. Yeah. Uh, What did we do for a sign-off on export? Um... You probably know who we are. You can find us on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee and at neither Nora. You can go to exportaw.io to support the podcasts. Uh, go pre-order Matchmaker by Cam Marshall. Uh, go to silversprocket.net to do that. Or go to your local bookstore. I went I went to my local bookstore today and pre-ordered a copy of Matchmaker. Matchmaker? Um, but after you pre-order Matchmaker, you should also give us $5. Um, there's some more coffee and comic books coming soon. Um pardon my franchise not a five dollar podcast not a five dollar podcast but if you worth it worth five dollars worth five dollars we're gonna watch all the shrek movies yeah 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 yeah. um so this is in our off week for pardon my franchise next week next week on thursday or friday there will be the first episode of pardon my franchise about shrek if you go to exportaud.io and give us a dollar a month if you if you do not give us a dollar, you have to wait two weeks to hear our Shrek thoughts. And do you really want to wait two weeks? And you have six weeks before we finish watching Shrek. And when we finish watching Shrek, all six movies, uh, we will be reading emails. So if you have Shrek emails, you need to send them in. Yes. You can send us emails about Shrek 1. You can send us emails about Shrek 4. You can send us that's emails a, about that's the... That's not a movie. There's not a movie called Shrek 4. Shrek Forever. After. um yeah export audio podcast at gmail.com that's export audio podcast at gmail.com 
to send us all your Shrek thoughts. Please put Shrek and or franchise in your subject line so that it's easy to find. Maybe put maybe put Shrek, pardon my franchise, as your subject line. Um, it, it's Joger. Uh, include your name if you want me to say your name. Um, or if you're a friend and I just know, like, Joe, if you email us, I assume that you'll be fine with me reading your name on the podcast because I read your name on the podcast constantly. Um, and now I feel like he's going to hear this and say, please don't put my name in the podcast. <laughs> that would be a fiendish thing to do. Uh, yeah, that would sound be, like him. That would be that would be mischievous at best. You know, it's actually mischievous. <laughs> the V-O-U-S. It's not mischievous. Yeah, I just like saying mischievous. Yeah. It's fun to say. It is, but I always, in my head, I'm like, no, that's not right. I, I do it too. It's not honestly. the right one. You see that Snorlax over there? The thing is, is that I came up on the internet in a time when people would constantly correct each other's grammar. Oh, totally, totally, And that was like a mark of superiority. Yeah. Bygone age. Kind of. I mean, the fascists still do it. Yeah, It really, the phrase grammar Nazi was pretty prescient (laughs) if you really think about it. Because I feel like... The people who are the most, like, sticklers about that kind of thing are the, like, very deliberate, very specifically worded, like, Ben Shapiro type. Like, actually, mm. um, you didn't say this, 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 so uh, that's not what that's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> Don't make Ben Shapiro <laughs> say meow, meow, meow. I didn't say meow, meow, meow. You, may, you gave Ben Shapiro my catchphrase. <laughs> what the fuck? Look, I just got confused because he's also small. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Healing.